Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a spooky show. Spooky. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way. Thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Twitter tells me that we are, we are counter-programming Jeff Munkin's weekly press conference from Army Football. Mm, well. Take that, Munkin. Don't be two and six. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Uh, Yeah, the thing I was going to mention in the pre-show, I'll mention now. If you do not need to be in your car tonight, don't be in your car tonight. Yep. Just hang out. Chill at home. Pick up up whatever you need to on the way home today, Mm -hmm. and then just like chill and hang out. Yeah. Like, don't get in your car. There's just, I don't know, nothing good can happen. Not a lot of good things can happen if you're in your car tonight. Yeah. So just don't. So just don't. We got candy. We're hoping trick-or-treaters come by. We're so excited. Ooh, nice. We've got, um, one of the things that we've done, I, I think I've mentioned this before, and I'll just share my kids' medical history. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max has an egg allergy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very mild. Like, it's, don't, don't you know, he's okay. Yes. But he has an egg allergy. And one of the things that my wife has gotten into recently is, have you hear, heard of the teal pumpkin thing? Yeah, you told, yeah. Yeah. So, so if you can, 
have some like non-candy treats. Mm -hmm. Like I think we've got like little stamps mm -hmm. like you can do and stuff like that. So I don't know. Your mileage may vary, but that's something that uh, my wife got really We've onto, got little, so. like, spider rings and cauldron yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, All right, what's your over-under on, on trick-or-treat as you get tonight? Uh, I, I'm hoping it'll be, decent, oh, decent the, the street youth are out and about in our little suburban in neighborhood. neighborhood. Um, so they're out and about all the time. Like, they come by, they're like, hi, lady, and I'm like, hello, youth. Um, so I, I have a good feeling. Okay. I've told like I've told Mallory I was like this is going to be awesome. You guys have a porch light? We do. Okay. We actually hung up uh little orange lights around ah. our little archway and oh, little so, little ghosts. So you're you are you have a big sign on your door that says basically Come on. Like, yeah, come on and get some candy. Yep. Got it. Pumped. Right. Super pumped. Today is Tuesday, October 31st, 2023, <laughs> 23 days until Thanksgiving. Uh you know what happens tonight? After tonight, Ooh. it's Thanksgiving season. Let's go. When, how soon does Gobbles come out? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. The nice. Batley goes away, and we have an inflatable bat, and now uh, he will go Batley. away. Batley. That's will, like Ashley. He will. He will. Uh, it's a girl too. It's a girl. Let's go. And Hank told me that because because mom can't be the only girl. Oh, that's right. It's very sweet. Um, anyway, happy birthday to oh my gosh, Vanilla Ice. Oh, nice. Carrollton R.L. Turner's own Vanilla Ice. Uh, it's episode 1,683. On today's show, folks, we'll be joined by our good friend and colleague, Corey Hogue. Talk a little non-FPS football. Coming up here in just a moment, get a little look at uh, what's going on across the state of Texas uh, uh, at the division, at the FCS Division Two, Division Three level, etc. Uh, and then we'll be joined by the Hall of Famer, Craig Way, as we are every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Talking a little high school football. And I will ask him, this is true. I have not asked him. I, I resisted the urge to text him. Okay. I'm going to ask him who will get his number one vote in, te in, in the 6A rankings mm. because I, I, I want it to be genuine. Genuine, yeah. So you'll get it here. Uh, and then we'll round it all out with the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. How about that? That sounds good? good. Okay. Do we first work through the door? We sure do. It was Big Jiggly Water Balloons, Jersey number 69, Tony Blaylock and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Yes. We're kicking off Thanksgiving uh, season strong. Uh, pickle uh, weeks week eight I think of the NFL season week seven eight eight week eight of the NFL season is in the books in the pocket and out of sight it's done uh, and there's only one way to close out the week eight of the NFL season and that is by checking in with our chief NFL correspondent my mom with the NFL minute hi this is Tep Mop reporting the NFL moment for this week this week I'm highlighting Ralph Bernard, linebacker for the Buffalo Bills. He's a graduate of LaPorte High School, and he also is a Baylor University grad. He had eight tackles, two assists, in their win against the Buccaneers on Thursday. That's it for this week. Happy Halloween, but most of all, go Rangers! Thanks to DCTF Chief NFL Correspondent, my mom, for the NFL Minute. Um, of course, it's everything you need to know about the NFL. Charles Bernard, a player. 
Uh, we're Texas Football Today. We're here for weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Uh, we're working on our Rising Magazine, our recruiting edition. And if you want that magazine, the only way to get it is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. It will not be on shelves. Subscriber exclusive. It's one of the things we want to do to make the subscription package a little bit more appealing. Is to make it exclusive. So textball.com slash subscribe is where you can find that. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. I'm wearing my Lone Star Conference hoodie, uh, and and that's not by accident. We're pleased to be joined by the Dave Campbell's Text Football non-FBS insider, Corey Hoke. Corey, what's up? I am not wearing a Lone Star Conference hoodie. Oh, well. <laughs> Some people I don't are, have one, Deborah. Well, some people are afraid to be the best. Well, Corey. man, is that backwards? No, I don't know. But you have an you have an award from the Lone Star Conference. I don't feel too too <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, that was Tepper's consolation prize. Yeah, exactly. That, look, I have I have a couple of awards and a few cups and some other footballs and things they've given me. So I'm not complaining at all. A couple of awards. Listen to this guy, <laughs> uh, Corey Hogue here, uh, our uh, non FBS insider here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Um, Corey, I, I want to st- uh, start with a piece that you've got up uh, that you put up yesterday on TexasFootball.com about the new requirements for FCS teams to join the FBS, or I suppose any team, to, to move up to the FBS. And uh, the NCAA's made some changes to that. This comes on the heels of Sam Houston making the leap from FCS up to FD- FBS. Um, in talking with coaches around the state who maybe their programs are eyeing the leap to the FBS level, what did these new adjustments from the NCAA do to their plans? The funny thing, Tepper, and I talked with coaches, I also talked with presidents and athletic directors. I wanted to get a, a full range for that piece, and it really didn't change much, especially the a lot of people thought maybe raising from $5,000 to $5 million as the entry fee would change things that didn't change at all uh you know i I guess in some ways if you're looking up to go to that level five million dollars is not as much as we tend to think it is a lot of times and they also mentioned that conferences could help cover some of that but the concerns i get are some of the concerns we're seeing with what's happened with sam houston and this move is are they ready infrastructure wise are they ready facilities wise and sam kind of made that move without really being ready Mm -hmm. and from a lot of the schools i talked to they're trying to be ready and at the facility level before they go we take tarleton for example we know they're trying to move up and they've they make no bones about their desire to go ahead and get up as soon as possible but in the meantime they're putting in the facilities they've redone the the football stadium they have plans to redo the visitor side to look like the home side they're not even done with that yet they have a 110 million dollar arena for basketball you know you look at um, abilene christian and they've got facilities they just redid their moody center they're trying to get the full athletic department up to the standard to where when they go FBS, they can compete. And that, that seems to be the thing, I, the, the theme I gathered from talking to uh, everyone. Talking Corey Hogue, our non-FBS insider here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation and hashtag TF Today. Um, okay, so 
elsewhere across the non-FBS uh, world, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, get a get a get a feel for what's going on at the FCS level. Um, you know, for a long time, uh, we've you know with Sam Houston moving up to the FBS ranks. Um, I think there is there has been a you know people wondering who's going to fill that void as the the new power and the new team to beat in the FCS ranks. Now that we're you know getting towards the back half of the season, do you think that there has been a team that has stepped up and and said, yeah, it's us, we're going to be the new FCS power in Texas? The closest right now is UIW, mm-hmm. uh, but the question is. Is it UIW because the Southland isn't as strong as the United Athletic Conference? Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the things I think this year that has probably surprised me the most is how deep, how tough, how brutal mm-hmm. the United Athletic Conference is. That's a good Stephen F. Austin team, good Abilene Christian teams, solid teams. Abilene Christian this year gave UIW a run at home. It, you know, I'm not sure that UIW is that much further ahead than them. But being in the conference helps. Now, that was a big win at Lamar. They've got Nichols this week. That's not going to be an easy one. Our best national team right now is UIW. Uh, but that's only because the UAC is just so darn tough. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Division Two level, uh, a lot of the, the conversation within the Lone Star State rightly uh, revolves around the Lone Star Conference. And I look at the Lone Star Conference and... Uh, for me, I think that there's been a, a little bit of a surprise as far as the way that things have broken there. Uh, it's not, it hasn't been Angelo State, which was the preseason favorite, right? Uh, instead, it's been a team like UT Permian Basin, who is is eight and one and looking like the team to beat uh, in the conference. Of course, they they finished the season with a, a date against Central Washington. Uh, you, I want to give you your flowers here. You were early on the UT Permian Basin bandwagon. Um, is so it, for you? Is is the way that the Lone Star Conference has shaken out? Is that a surprise to you? It's not a full surprise. Obviously, I was big on UTPB to start the year, and and I may have been the only person to have actually uh, wrote in to have. Kenny Hernser, the quarterback at UTPB, is preseason player of the year because I expected him. He is that good. He is the best quarterback in the league, and that is that plays a big role. It's even in D2, having the best quarterback is a big thing, and we, we kind of have a, a bit of a quarterback issue in the Lone Star Conference this year, and I think that's part of what's holding some of the teams back nationally. Angelo State, they've lost a lot. They lost a lot to the transfer portal. They've got the depth, but I think the depth filled in. They don't have the depth behind that. It's interesting to me how UTPB did this. Chris McCullough come in first season. He already had a talented defense. He knew that. He didn't have to add much to the defense. But what he brought with him was Kenny Hernser, the quarterback, and a lot of transfers. He really went in and did a lot of took a lot of transfers, had the number one transfer class in division two, beefed up the offensive line, got that offense to where it produces points. And when you've got a solid defense like they had, that's the recipe that's going to get them possibly a Lone Star Conference title here in a couple weeks. And they're likely in the playoffs if they can just win at least one of their last two. 
Corey Hogar, non-FBS insider here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Uh, to the Division Three ranks we go, and, and there's really only one headline to talk about, and that is Harden-Simmons beating Mary Harden-Baylor. And for those who, who don't recognize what I'm saying, uh, that is a huge, huge development in the Division Three world in, in, in the American Southwest Conference. Um, you wrote on TexasFootball.com about uh, about how well, the, the history between these two programs, how Mary Harden Baylor's had won 20 of the last 21 meetings between them. Just how significant is this win, not just for Harden-Simmons, obviously, but maybe for the American Southwest Conference writ large? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's actually a good thing right now for the American Southwest Conference. <laughs> it's a conference that's trying to hang on, and now your big national power has lost four games this year and not not even going to make the playoffs. That's tough. Harden-Simmons is a good team. It's no surprise they won. That is a solid team. But things just haven't broke well for UMHB. They had a very tough schedule this year. And, and then they get into that game. And the, and the thing is, what um, what got me the most, and I, I think I was listening to Larry Harmon's press conference yesterday, he was upset with how they lost. He, you know, they felt they, they cost themselves with a lot of personal foul penalties and had about 115 yards in penalties in that game. And that was the thing that I think was most disappointing. That's not something you normally see from Mary Harden Baylor. And I, I know he's got plans to get that corrected. Really, right now, there's a thing, Tepper, where we had that COVID year. Mm -hmm. And so Harden Simmons had some super seniors come back. Trinity is loaded with those super seniors. They're going to, th this year, next year, they're going to start phasing out. What have these teams done behind that? Mary Harden Baylor lost a lot of their super seniors last year, so their team is mainly young. They have a sophomore quarterback, a lot of new linemen. Mm -hmm. Their defense was experienced. I think maybe next year and the year after, we're going to see Mary Harden Baylor be back to their dominant selves. I think right now, really, the, the whole thing that, that mattered this year was those super seniors. I, I think it really hurt them. Uh, finally, uh, we're heading into another week of uh, a big week as, as we come down the stretch uh, of, of football season as the weather is getting a little bit colder. What are the games this weekend that you're going to be keeping an eye on? Well, first game is UIW hosting Nichols. That is a big, big game, and it's actually a pretty big slate. There's a lot of games with a lot of conference uh, implications on the line this week. Uh, I'm watching. I'm watching Texas A&M Commerce. I'm watching Tarleton SFA. You talk about a really interesting game. You've got Tarleton coming off their first win over a ranked Central Arkansas squad, and an SFA team that's kind of reeling, really good. But it, can Colby Carthel get them ready? That's on the road too. It's a hard time to go win there in Stephenville now. So th those are two teams with a little different momentum. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, Sol Ross, Howard Payne, very interesting. What's going to happen? Howard Payne's been, you know, they got beat by McMurray. And McMurray, by the way, is the, is one of the surprise teams this year. Mm -hmm. They've really been playing well uh, with Jordan Neal over there. Uh, but Howard Payne, they, they've been a little bit down the last couple weeks. Sol Ross has had a lot of injuries. How's that going to play out this week? And then – 
you ever want to talk junior college, you've always got big games. And Navarro, Tyler, this week might be the biggest of those to decide who's going to get one of those playoff spots in the uh, SWJCFC. He's Corey Hogue. He's our non-FBS insider here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can see his fine work on TexasFootball.com. Corey, appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. There he goes. Corey Hug, our non-FBS insider, uh, an encyclopedia of uh, non-FBS football. Literally. It's a, it's a shocking. He's the guy who, like... We'll be in like our, our editorial meeting mm-hmm. and like we'll be talking about something. He'll be and like, I don't know. They'll, they'll be talking about, oh, hey, you know, Carter, Carter Yates. Carter Yates mm-hmm. is going to like Texas and Kansas, Kansas State. State yep. Right. Big game. You know, big, big 12 implications. And he'll just like chime in and he'll be like, guys, that's nothing. There's like eight giant games. Yeah. In well, Division three. I'm working on the uh, I'm working on the Purple Poo story. We're on the Purple Poo story. Uh, that story, by the way, if you haven't read that it's that article awesome. that he uh, about the Purple Poo, that's excellent. It's awesome. the, the other article about the changes to the end uh, to the, the NCAA made mm-hmm. as far as the jump is concerned. Uh, Sam Houston, unfortunately, may end up being a bit of a cautionary tale. Yep. Uh, for for the moving up to FBS. Uh, anyway, it's a great read on TexasFootball.com. Hope you'll go check that out. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, the Hall of Famer Craig Way will join us to talk a little Texas high school football as we come down the stretch. But first, a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. I feel like Buster Loose. Buster Loose, come on. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. 
Uh, we're pleased to be joined by the Hall of Famer, uh, the uh, host of the Craig Way Show down there on AM1300 The Zone, and my co-host on High School Scoreboard Live on Belly Sports Southwest. It's our friend Craig Way. Mr. Way, how are you? I'm doing wonderfully on this uh, somewhat chilly but otherwise really cool day. Yes. How about you guys? We're doing great uh, as we, we round third and head for home on the regular season uh, of the Texas high school football season. Um, and, uh, okay, I intentionally did not text you. We've been texting nonstop for like four days, but which is not uncommon. But I intentionally right. didn't ask you this because I wanted to get the genuine conversation and the genuine response. Craig Way, if you had a vote on the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press, Texas High School Football Rankings, who would get your number one pick in Class 6A? Who would get your number one ranking? See, this is a week I'm glad I'm not on the panel. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, and because uh, I used to vote on the old on the old school AP poll, and there'd be weeks like this mm-hmm. where you had, this, especially going into week ten. Um, if 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 I had a vote at this point, I probably would put North Shore number one. Okay. Okay. Is it just you would just say? I presume you would say just the strength of the resume would uh, would would would. Trump, what is probably, I think we can agree, is the single most impressive data point that we saw with DeSoto's win over Duncanville. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm going to go the, the, the old NCAA basketball tournament phrase, body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and also, also because, and, and maybe this makes it even all the more impressive, DeSoto isn't completely healthy. Mm. But to do that, also, I don't know, and I don't know how much you can put into this maybe maybe there's just a little bit of a data point that goes into the fact that the that they stood around and stood around and had lightning delay and finally decided we're not gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know uh forget about tonight and come back tomorrow and play you don't know what kind of uh, effect it might have on a team it's not an excuse Mm -hmm. for duncanville certainly which is certainly capable still of winning the 6a d1 state championship but uh I just think when all the smoke is cleared, when all is said, and th- and this is also Tep, when it gets to the deal, and we only have to you know deal with it one more week this week because it's going to divide and it's going to get in the playoffs and 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 DeSoto in one bracket and 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 North Shore and Duncanville in the other bracket are going to go their merry way and we'll see how it ultimately wraps up. But in a combined mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, I, I'd probably give just the slight edge to North Shore. So we're now into week 11, which means that uh, our attention, this is one of the weeks where our attention turns um, maybe off of the top line games and onto uh, t- teams that we otherwise wouldn't have, have paid attention to, uh, I don't want to say paid attention to, but wouldn't have spotlighted. For example, Gainesville and Crum are playing a critical game for a playoff spot. Uh, those, those are the types of games that now kind of take center stage in Week 11. Uh, are there any are there any in individual districts that you have you are laser focused on right now and you you want to see to see to their logical end uh this particular week one, one uh, and, and by that you're talking about districts where 
we're still looking at things that are kind of up and down or sure. just playing for a playoff spot, that sort of thing? I've, either way, whatever whatever district is currently catching your fancy. Well, I mean, you know, we've been talking about 25-6A all season long and, and uh, uh, down here, and I spoke with Anthony Wood at uh, Round Rock Westwood, and he sent me a chart that I forwarded to you guys, and it and it looks like a periodic table of the elements. When you when you when you look at see all the permutations that could happen, there could there could be a four way tie in that district for second place, which would then leave Westwood out on a round robin tiebreaker that does not involve point differential, but head to head wins. And, and if that happens, then we're right back to talking uh, about Vanderbilt going the D1 route instead of D2. So that's that's one of the things certainly that comes to mind. That's one of the ones that definitely comes to mind. And then one of the other ones that comes to mind is is kind of neighboring, but data classification is 11582, where you insert the movie guy voice, the movie guy's voice here in a world where seven teams all still have a mathematical shot to get in. You could have, and in, in uh, visiting with Josh Mann, the head coach at Leander Rouse, they could wind up being as high as number two or completely out of it. So those are the ones that are fascinating. And then there's all sorts of, of a really good, I love the win and you're in, lose and you go home scenario. Lockhart and Kerrville Tidy are one of those. And, and I think uh, what's the computer has that as a one point separation between those two, and then this just this wonderful story about the Language Arts and Science Academy. We know them as Lhasa in Austin, the Lhasa Raptors, playing Travis in a, a win and go home, and the computers liking that as being a very close game. So, you know, those types of stories are the ones that really catch my eye for sure. Craig Way, the Texas High Football Hall of Famer, join us here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Uh, all right, Craig. Uh, we'll do this one last time in the regular season. Uh, I will give you this time. We and I, I'm going to stay away from the kind of winning in games, those types of things, the, the Gainesville crumbs of the world. And I'll I'll do it normally, which is just like the high level games, the games that uh, the, the the biggest games in the state. Which one of these are you teleporting to this weekend? Are you going to Melissa for a matchup between Lovejoy and Melissa? Are you going to Tempson for one of only two matchups of unbeatens in the state as Garrison visits Tempson? Or are you going to East Texas, uh, another game in East Texas, I should say, as Chapel Hill welcomes in Kilgore? Which of those three games would you be teleporting to this week? All of them. Wonderful <laughs> games. They're all tremendous games. Um you know, I, probably because I, I have a feeling it has a chance to be something special. Give me Melissa Lovejoy. Uh, I would, I would, I would probably think that that might be something really, really good. Now, Garrison has something to prove, and we'll, and we'll see if they're able to prove it against the number one team in the state. So that's something. And then, and then, you know, uh, what was it? We like to use slobberknocker, rock fight, all those kinds of terms. Uh, I know I've thrown you off with my use of the term taffy pull uh, with uh, regard to uh, Kilgore and Chapel Hill. But that that strikes me as that kind of game itself. They're all three really good. If I'm if I'm picking one to, to, to a 10 and it can only get one, it's probably going to be Lovejoy against Melissa. 
He's Craig Way. He's a Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. You can hear him on the Craig Way Show, uh, 2 to 4 p.m. on AM 1300 The Zone. And you can see him on Bally Sports Southwest Friday night on High School Scoreboard Live alongside Aaron Hardigan and myself. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. And uh, I will talk to you a little later today. Hashtag win or go home. That's exactly right. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Craig. Craig. <laughs> there he goes. See ya. Speaking in hashtags, our Hall of Famer, Craig White. <laughs> this is exactly why Every he Tuesday. is a that's Hall of Famer. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame, guys. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we appreciate his time, as always. Uh, and that's interesting. That's interesting that he went with North Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, and, and we put up a video on TexasFootball.com about this and on YouTube of Step and I kind of debating it. Uh, I think there's a real... I think if you want to say DeSoto's the number one team in the state... Yeah, go for it. I don't, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. We went with North Shore. It's kind of the consensus we came to. But I think that that is a... I think that's an entirely reasonable uh, opinion. But anyway, we appreciate Craig Way's time. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, coming up here in just a moment, the Week 10. Yeah, Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 plays of the week. But first, let's find out who took home the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with Ozarka, is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. The teams selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. One last thing to do today, Pickle, is we put a bow on week 10 of the Texas high school football season and look ahead to the final week of the regular season. And that is to roll out the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. Our friends at Dave Campbell's Texan Live have scoured the internet, scoured the globe, mm-hmm. for the best plays across the state in week 10 of the Texas high school football season. Here it is, the week 10 Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. Carson White in the pocket, throws it downfield, man down the sideline, he's going to bring it in. How do you do it, Mr. Junior? Smart, looks, fires, one up for the end zone, and it's got... What a catch, Lance Martinez with the touchdown, 16 yards out. Gets back up 21-7 by a 14-point margin, a deep kick this time by Duncan. Sample on the return. Slips through. Shakes two tackles and he keeps going. Striding down the sideline. Turning on the Jets. And he will take it to the house. Left motion across the line. Long grunt. Looking to pass. End zone. Is it in? Touchdown Bobcats! What a play. Bailey hands it off. First down, North Shore and more. Breaking to the outside. It's a good run for the Mustangs. Down the sideline. Goodbye, DeAndre Hardeman. Touchdown, Mustangs. 
Allen checks in. He goes in motion. Fuentes running out of time. Throws middle. Pass caught. Spinning off a tackle. Breaking another tackle. Brady Thompson pushed. No signal. Touchdown, Barbers Hill. Need early in the fourth. Knocking on the door here. Bailey slings it over the middle. Pass is caught. Touchdown, DeSoto Eagles. Of the first quarter. The handoff, actually, the keeper, and Young breaks away. Wyatt Young for the touchdown. Coming up here. Back to Bowers again. Tries to find the lane inside left tackle, breaks a couple tackles, and he is in the clear. Look out! There goes Darian Bowers. He is in Lamar territory. He is in a foot race and spins around, and he is in there. Touchdown, Bowie. Volunteers. Second and 11, Lagway. Going to roll to his right to buy time. Going to launch it deep. He's got a man. Are you kidding me? Touchdown, Jalen Mickens. DJ Lagway has done it again. You, you had to leave the coach in there. There it is. That's perfect. There it is. The week <laughs> or the, 10. the dad, whoever Dave Campbell's text left top 10 plays of the week. Uh, you can find those on YouTube. Uh, and, of course, you can watch dozens of live Texas high school football games each week on TexanLive.com. If you go to TexanLive.com, subscribe. And, if I may, may I? No, yeah. May I? I I'm not going to stop you. We got playoff games starting next week. Okay? Live... Texas high school football playoff games. Dozens of them. TexanLive.com. Become a subscriber. Now's the time. Yeah, you get the entire get entire the playoffs. playoffs. Get the whole playoffs. Like, avoid the cold. You get semifinals in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. TexanLive.com. Let's go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. It's funny you said that because literally my final thoughts were going to be that if you're in the mood for some like really good competition that mm-hmm. might not be football, volleyball playoffs are going on right now. We started those. Uh, this mm-hmm. is my district round. So we have and they play yesterday. two rounds a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yesterday and today are by district and then Thursday through Saturday will be area mm-hmm. and we're going to keep those going. So if you're in the mood for some healthy competition, that's the other thing about volleyball. I think people underestimate how fun like really competitive volleyball is to watch because there's constant action. Yes. Like every point literally matters. Um, so yeah, go to textlive.com and watch some of these volleyball games. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I have another important question. You can. Uh, did we have, when? when is water polo state? Is it, uh, it was last weekend. It was you last week. It. Who won? I don't know. Oh no, we got to look this up. I, this will not stand. I will. I am looking up who won. Uh, state tournament. Here we go. It appears. All right, your champions. Okay, the six A finals. Mm-hmm. There's Ri- only six A. Oh, there's only six A. <laughs> Richmond Foster defeats South Lake Carroll eleven to eight. Girls or boys? That's boys. Okay. Oh, that's girls. I'm sorry. That's girls. girls. Boys. Flower Mound Marcus defeats Bernie Champion. 25 to 12. How about that? I believe high scoring affair. That's a that's yeah. up and down. I believe Richmond Foster was in the semifinals both for boys and girls. Mm. They've got a lot like Yeah, they were. Water. Yeah, they were. They're yeah. the only team 
That was in both. That's crazy. I mean, to have girls and guys in the state semifinals. Yeah, so you had a state finalist. That's insane. You had a, you had a state champion in uh-huh. the girls, and you had a state semifinalist in the boys. That's crazy. That's a, From one school? I don't know a ton about water polo. Obviously, I'm just finding out who won the state championship. But I'm willing to say that they're the they're the powerhouse in, in, in mm-hmm. water polo. Gotta be, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Congratulations to Richmond Foster and Flowerbound Marcus, your water polo state champs. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Corey Hogue, our non-FBS insider, and the Hall of Famer Craig Way for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. Happy Halloween. We'll see you tomorrow for the beginning of Thanksgiving season. Texas football today. Gobble, gobble.